One passage from the Old Testament has been particularly important to me in my own life. In this episode, I want to say a word about it. Hello friends, Pastor Tim Westermeyer here. Thanks for spending a little time to be with me today. Um, as you might imagine, the ideas for the topics for these episodes come from a wide variety of places. Um, today's episode um, came to mind as I was looking ahead to this coming weekend's readings in the cycle of readings we use in our worship life. And the Old Testament reading comes from uh, an Old Testament book called First Kings, and it's the 19th chapter. And I, whenever I see First Kings, 19, uh, it always speaks to me in a very personal way, which I'll explain in a second. This is part of the story of Elijah, um, and I'm not going to get into the details of it in this episode other than to say, at this point in the, the life of this prophet, Elijah is tired, he's worn out, he's a little angry at God, he's frustrated, and God sends him out into the wilderness and he ends up at a cave where he's expecting to hear from God. And so I'll, I'll read just a little bit of this very famous passage again. This is 1 Kings 19, uh, beginning at verse 11. God said, Go out and stand on the mountain before the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. And then this passage. Now there was a great wind, so strong that it was splitting mountains and breaking rocks in pieces before the Lord. But the Lord was not in the wind. And after the wind, an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. And after the earthquake, a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire, a sound of sheer silence. That's variously translated as a still, small voice, or a soft or gentle whisper, or a gentle breeze. And that, the breeze, the silence, um, the still, small voice, that's how Elijah ended up hearing the voice of God. Now, uh, I mentioned this passage is uh, significant for me personally. Why is that? Well, when I was a senior in college, um, I was sort of looking ahead, obviously, to life after college. I was taking a class, as I recall, it was in the, the philosophy department, and it was, it, it was an elective. And for some reason, I don't remember the assignment, I don't think I still have the paper, but uh, I talked in that paper about, you know, anticipating or hoping to find out uh, what the big dream for my life was. I don't think I talked about it in theological terms. I don't think I mentioned God in the paper necessarily. But I was thinking about what's, you know, I, I can't wait to find out what's going to give me joy and happiness and fill my life with contentment. And I think I talked about it as some big idea which had up to that point not been disclosed to me. And the professor, and I don't know, I don't remember who the professor was, I should go back and find him, I guess, um, wrote us a comment in the side of the paper uh, in response to all that, just saying, you know, maybe it's not going to be some big thing. Maybe the contentment, the happiness, the joy you're looking for is going to come in smaller packages and come more quietly and more gently. And the professor referenced this passage from 1 Kings. And for whatever reason, um, it struck me in a really powerful way. And it continued to inform my life, and I would say continues to inform my life to this day. And I would say even further than that, that that sort of shift in posture or in the way I looked at the world that began with that very innocuous, gentle whisper of a comment in a paper ended up uh, bringing me on my path to where I am today 
as a pastor. So, simple message for today from this uh, passage in 1 Kings is, um, if this is one of the ways we can approach the world, if this is the, one of the ways that our, we can have a posture towards the world as Christians, namely of assuming that God comes to us not in the, um, in the wind or the earthquake or the fire, but rather through the sound of sheer silence or gentle whispers, there are two related questions to that, it seems to me. First question for you today is, how is God speaking to you? right now in your life, um, through other people, through things you're reading? How is God trying to whisper to you a word of peace and hope? Our job as Christians, I think, in part is to try to attune our ears to that gentle whisper. So that's the first question. The second question is, is it possible that like that professor of mine from all those years ago, that God is asking you to speak a gentle whisper to someone else. I'll leave you with that for today, but thanks as always for being with me. I hope this finds you well. Stay in touch and God bless.